Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. I pray that everyone is doing wonderful this morning. I'd like to say thank you for joining me, for the callers that are coming in on the line and those that may be listening via uh, the web. God bless you, and thank you so much for joining Myself, this is Apostle Gloria Hawkins with Tell Them Ministries, and I just say good morning. This is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning. Today we're going to be looking at faith in a dry place, and my question is, where is your faith when you're in that dry place What does that dry place look like for you? It's different for everybody Everybody's level of faith is in different places And some might not even understand What their faith is Where they are in faith What does faith mean? What to do So we're going to look at faith in a dry place. Where is your faith? What is your faith in? And who have you placed faith in? Let's open up with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory, honor, and praise, and we say thank you. Thank you for another day that we've never seen before. We thank you for our mercies that are new every morning. And, Father, we know that the mercies for today will cover today. We thank you that you are the same God yesterday, today, and forever. We honor you. And, Father, according to thy word, great is thy faithfulness. And we thank you that as we dive in that our faith will be increased, our understanding will be opened up to be able to understand that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. Father, I ask that it be none of me but all of you. Use me, Lord, to speak unto your people a word In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Good morning again to my callers. God bless each of you. I thank you that you did not consider it robbery to join me this morning. If you have a comment or would like to add to the discussion, please press 1 and I can bring you live and we can have the conversation. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for joining me. The topic for today is faith in a dry place. What is your dry place? What does your dry place look like? For some people, it may be sickness. It may be financial. Your dry place may be family circumstances. Your dry place may be it seems like nothing is going right, nothing is working in your favor, nothing is adding up. That could be your dry place. I believe the dry place, the definition of it is different for everybody. What it is for me may not be the same for you. We're seeing a lot of issues in our country and around the world, 
and we have to realize that a lot of people are dealing with a dry place and not understanding exactly what's going on. Now, when we look at our scriptures, we see in Hebrews 11 and 1, the the first thing he says in verse 1 is, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We go on to James 1 and 3, which says, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Romans 1.17 says, The just shall live by faith. We must believe that he is. So my question is, where are you in this? Because Oftentimes, every day, at some point, no matter how small it might seem, your faith is on trial. Your faith is being tried. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. If you say that your faith is never tried, you're questioning whether you have faith, you're walking in doubt, fear, unbelief, where is your faith? Whatever you place your faith in. And we need to take a look at that because we're seeing so many different things going on in our churches, in our homes, and so many people are throwing in the towel and giving up and saying, I can't do this anymore. I myself have said it. I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. I'm worn out. I don't want to do it anymore. Where is your faith? Is that a place where my faith is failing me? Is that a place where I don't have enough faith? Is that a place where I'm putting more faith in people and man than I am in God? These are some questions we have to ask ourselves. What am I believing in? And faith is an allegiance to a person, place, or thing. But we in the body of Christ, we have an allegiance to God. We have an allegiance to what Jesus did on the cross. We have an allegiance to the Holy Spirit. That's who our allegiance is supposed to be with. But oftentimes, whether we're in the church and those that are in the world or not walking with Christ are not operating in faith in God and what he said. So many people put faith in their jobs put faith in their mates, put faith in their money, put faith in all of these other areas, but they're not focusing their faith in God and trusting what God has said. Now, when you look at a dry place and looking at situations that arise in our lives, our faith can be challenged, it can be put on trial, it can be worn out, it can just you can just wear down and feel like I don't have any more faith. I don't have any more strength. I don't have anything else to give. Well, at that point, good. Because then you're getting out of your way. We need to focus our faith on God and what his word tells us. When we look at his scriptures, we've got promises from Genesis to Revelations. Everything that we go through in life, there is a scripture, a concept, a revelation in God's word that will help us get through each and every situation. We're seeing it so much in the world now, 
and the word tells us there's nothing new under the sun. We're not in a place that's strange to God. We're not in a place that's unfamiliar to God. But we, what we have to do is be honest with ourselves and be honest with God. He already knows anyway. We have to be honest. God, right now, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Right now, I'm just, I'm weary. I'm tired. We want to give up. But in our weakness, when we're at the end, God is right there. And all we need to do is look to him and call on him. The end of this verse in Romans says, we must believe that he is. I'm not able to do anything on my own. I am not able to do anything in my own strength and my own mind without God, without believing that he is. Where is your faith? What have you put your faith in? We're going to face tests and trials. We're going to go through things at different segments in our lives. But are we going through it with fear, doubt, and unbelief? Or are we going to go through it trusting and having faith in God and what God said? Because he spoke these promises. When you look at a dry place, we can go back as far as Mephibosheth in Lodabar, which is a dry place, a desert place where the the nurse, when he was five years old, ran to protect him from the armies of David and fell to where he ended up lame in both feet. And she hid him in Lodabar for his protection. Now, a lot of people may not understand that and may not agree with that, but when you look at what she did, she did it out of a good heart to try to protect the, the 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 son, the grandson of Saul and Jonathan, but she fell, she tripped, and we look at it. How many people have dropped you? How many people have caused some kind of crippling effect in you and your life that put you in a dry place to where you give up, that you have no hope and desire, whether it was a family member, whether it was a relationship, whether it was a job, it, they dropped you. And you ended up in a dry place. It wasn't their intent to hurt you. It wasn't their intent to drop you. But here is a descendant. Here is a son, a grandson of a king and a prince, and here he is lame and in a dry place. Now, a lot of people may not realize it. Mephibosheth went on, and he had a life. He had sons. His son was named Micah. So even though he was lame in both feet, he was still able to operate as a man in his dry place. Another area is with Hagar. 
Hagar was sent to a dry place. Hagar didn't do anything that her master did not tell her to do. She was the handmaiden to Sarah. She was on her job. Yes, she was an Egyptian woman. She did what Sarah did. Go into my husband. My husband, go here. You know, that was messed up right there. But when she found out, and Hagar, um, Sarah said, excuse me, that when Hagar knew that she had conceived, she believed that she was despised in Hagar's eyes. And she went to Abraham, and Abraham said, this is your handmaiden. You do with her what you will. So she sent her away. She sent her into a desert place. She sent her into a dry place. She's pregnant. Sarah set her up for all of this. She was obedient. She followed the instructions. And when it wasn't working for Sarah's benefit, and Sarah got into her feelings and trying to fix it, she sent this woman into a dry place. She didn't ask for this. Hagar didn't ask for this. And out of her obedience, she ended up in a dry place. And she's crying and she's upset and not knowing where to go or what to do. How many of us have been in that place where we're at the mercy of someone else's actions, someone else's decisions? They've made up their mind about us that we are a threat to them. And because they believe we are a threat, they discard us. They throw us away, and we're in a dry place. Now, while Hagar is in this dry place, God heals her. The angel of heaven came down and said, God has heard your cry and tells her to go back to the very person that mistreated her, the very person that discarded her, the very person that threw her away, the circumstance, the situation she didn't ask to be in but found herself in. God tells her to go back there. How many situations where you've been thrown away, discarded, just left for dead, and God tells you to go back? How many of us would go back? Or would we say, oh, God, I am not going back there. They lied on me. They mistreated me. They abused me. God, I'm not going back. We get defiant. God, I'm not going back. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'll go somewhere else. I'll stay out here in the desert and die of thirst before I go back. But God told Hagar, you're going to have a son. And in your son, there will be a nation. And out of her obedience, she went back. Now, one of the things about this is she was an Egyptian woman. She was Egyptian. They followed idols. They listened to Pharaoh. So she was out of her comfort zone anyway because here she is with Abraham and she is now their servant. 
So she was out of position to start with. But she goes back and she endures and she goes through whatever Sarah takes her through. And when she gives birth and God tells her, you're going to name your son Ishmael. And he is going to be a wild man. Now, whether she caught hold of that or not, I'm not sure. But she believed the promise of God in her dry place. And she went back. She trusted God. And she went back and she endured whatever Sarah put her through, she endured. And she gave birth to Abraham's first son. And then when they had Isaac, Sarah ready to kick her out again and does so. And Abraham, God send him away. And he gives her some bread and a bottle of water and put it on her back and tells her to leave. She's leaving everything that she knows, everything that she's familiar with, her safety, she has to go and to a dry place with her son. Where is she going to go? She doesn't know what to do. She's, I can only imagine she's fearful, she's scared. But she leaves with her son. And when the water has run out, she places him under a bush in the shade and walks away from him. Because she doesn't want to watch her child die in the desert. She's in a dry place. Her hopes, her dreams, all are threatened because now she's in that dry place. And being a mother, she cannot see and watch her child die. So she goes afar off. And then the angel of the Lord comes back to her again. What are you doing? And at that point, the angel of the Lord said, God has heard the cry of the lad. Hey, God, God heard your son crying out. God heard your promise crying out. You're not going to die here. This is not the end for you. Get up and go see about your son. And in the midst of that, she turns, and there is a pool of water. God provided a water source in the middle of the desert. When she had gotten to the end of herself, when she had realized all hope is gone, I'm going to die, my child is going to die, I'm going to give up, I'm tired, I can't do this anymore. God provided water in a dry place. When we get to that place that we stop trying to make something happen, when we get to that place that we're not looking to other people, when we get to that place we're not trusting in our money, we're not trusting in other people, and we're not trusting in our jobs, and we're trusting on God and we give up, okay, God, 
I have nothing else to do. I have nothing else to give. I'm at the end of my rope. I'm done. What are you done with? You're done with fighting him. You're done with fighting what he's called you to do. You're done with resisting him. You're done with resisting the promises and what he has put in place. You're saying, God, I'm done with me. The songwriter said, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. When we put our hope in God and we release our faith on his, according to his word, then God is going to open it up for us. Right here in Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith, right now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. But it's the evidence of things not seen. We are told to walk by faith and not by sight. Even in your dry place, what is the promise that God has given to you? Whether it's in a marriage, whether it's on a job, whether it's in your health, whether it's with your children, whatever it is, now faith. And everybody may not be at the same level. You're believing for this. You might be believing God for a car, money to pay your rent, to pay a bill. But over here, somebody else may be believing God for healing in their body from cancer. Somewhere else, somebody is believing God for their very life. God gave all of us a measure of faith. His word tells us that if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you've got faith to not move the mountain, but speak to it. Speak to the mountain and it shall be removed. When we get to that place that we can release our faith with God's word, and walk in hope, we've got the victory, even in the dry place. And no, it may not make sense to anybody else, and it's not supposed to. But your faith is not in them, your faith is in God. So when we get to the place to realize, okay, God, this is a dry place for me. It seems like nothing is working, nothing is going right. This is not working. That's what you're saying. But what does God say? Find a word, find a scripture to address the issue, and then find the scripture with the promise. Faith in God. The just shall live by faith. When you release your faith with what God has said, You release your doubt, you release your fear, you release your unbelief, you get the word of God, and in that God releases unto you. It's a two-way sword. It's going to step blade swings both ways. It's going to cut out those things in you, and it's going to cut and release things to come to you. What are you releasing your faith for? 
in your dry place. Even in the scripture, the question was asked, can these dry bones live? And the prophet said, Lord, you know. Can your dry place be watered? Lord, you know. Can my body be healed? Lord, you know. Lord, can I be restored? Lord, you know. Okay, if the Lord knows all of this, why aren't we seeking him and operating with the answer that he gives us instead of operating in what we think? Because we go from faith to faith to faith to faith, from glory to glory to glory to glory. It increases, it grows, it gets stronger. But as James 1 and 3 said, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, patience to go through, patience to endure. Your faith is going to be tried, it's going to be tested with a firm foundation and with a trust in the Lord. We're going to get through it. Um, we only have a few more minutes. If there's someone who would like to add, um, have a comment, or join the conversation, please press 1, and I can bring you live. Um, I got really worked up with this. I, I'm in a place right now of really looking at this, and I thank God for a clearer understanding. My allegiance is to God and what God said. It's not for, everybody may not agree with it. Everybody may not agree with you. When you're believing God for whatever it is you're believing for, everybody might not agree with it. Everybody might not understand. But if you're going based on the promise that God gave you, you need to get with somebody in an agreement that can agree with you. They may challenge you. It may they question you. Uh, make sure, okay, sis, brother, you sure you heard from God in this? Believe that you heard it from God. This is what God is telling you to do. Knowing that God loves you. Knowing that we're going to go through things. We're going to go through a dry place. But when we have our faith in God and when we trust God, for what he said for us in our lives, he is faithful to perform it. He is faithful never to leave us. He's faithful to forgive us of our sins. He's faithful. So even in your dry place, I would encourage you to trust and believe in God Strengthen your allegiance with God. Get in his word for your situation. And just know that even in your dry place, God will provide the water. You don't hear about water in the desert. But there's, God has already made provisions in the desert to provide you with water. This is your host, Apostle Gloria Hawkins, who tell them ministries. If you have a comment or prayer request, you can leave it on my website, tellthemministries.com. 
or you can direct message me on Facebook. Um, I'm found on Facebook.com, Gloria Hawkins. Also, uh, Instagram and a few other media outlets. But leave a comment if you have a question, if you have a prayer request. I am associated, I am in connection with some awesome prayer warriors, and we have an awesome time in the Lord and intercession and doing what God has called us to do, which is interceding and warring for God's people. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you again so much for joining me this morning. I pray that even in your dry place you maintain your faith, your commitment, and your allegiance to God. Don't lose hold of your faith. God is faithful to perform every promise that he has given you. Engage the Holy Spirit. Trust and believe. God bless each of you. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next Saturday, remember, have faith in your dry place. God bless you, and bye-bye.